Hello, I'm Joshua, and welcome to From the Heart. Orlando is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. We are excited to introduce you to talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Orlando benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll meet guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference from the heart. Hello, listeners. Hope you are doing well and Happy New Year to each one of you. We hope that you had a fantastic holiday season. Uh, My dear friend and co-host Mary Thompson Hunt sends you lots of love. She wasn't able to make it to the show today and she's a little bit bummed uh, because she loves the topic that we're talking about today. But uh, we experienced such a fantastic show uh, as we ended out 2019 as we got to spend just a couple of minutes with some of our most favorite guests uh, throughout the entire year. So a big shout out to our producer, Tom, who helped us uh, kind of air traffic control and coordinate all of those calls that were coming in from all over as we got to say hello uh, to so many art leaders, uh, executive directors, artistic directors, artists uh, who have shared their stories and shared their organizations uh, with us over 2019. We know uh, that we're going to be hearing uh, really wonderful stories of what's happening in our arts community uh, through thousand, through, in 2020. And so today we're going to jump right into this conversation because this is one of those art forms that I absolutely love to watch and I just can't do. Well, I'll say I can't do. People say when I conduct that I dance, um, but I don't know that I'm dancing. When I watch myself, I, I do see me moving a little bit. But if I thought I was dancing, I would stop. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about the world of dance. And specifically, we're going to talk about USA Dance and the Orlando chapter here. Uh, And we're going to speak to Darla Schmidt, who is the president of USA Dance, and John Davis, who is the vice president. Welcome to both of you. Thank you, Josh. Hi, Josh. It's so great, great to, to have you. And John, you and I have been kind of circling around each other for, for many years, and it's so nice to finally sit down with you and have a conversation about USA Dance. And you said to me before we got started, you've been around for a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you probably can tell us what USA Dance is all about. Oh, well, the Orlando chapter was formed in 1991. It's part of a larger organization, a national organization, USA Dance. And the national organization has 150 chapters in 150 cities around the country. Wow. Uh, It's a nonprofit, and it's all volunteer. And what we do is ballroom dancing. Mm. And that could be defined as partner dancing. It's movement to music with a partner, where you immerse yourself in the music and the movement with a partner. Now, are there other forms of partner dancing besides ballroom dancing, or is that, I mean, I'm sure that's the most recognizable one, but are there other outlets to do that? Well, we're into semantics here when it comes to ballroom (laughs) dancing, but as far as we're concerned, ballroom dancing is all of the partner lead and follow dances, and you could break those down into the swing, the Latin, Mm -hmm. the smooth dances, and the country dances. They're all. So probably, you know, you can kind of use common sense on the word ballroom, but where did ballroom dancing get its origin? Was it simply anything that happened in a ballroom? How Do, how do, do you know how that came to be? Okay, well, <laughs> yes, in the ballrooms in Europe okay. was the first time that a gentleman took a lady in his arms and led her around the dance floor, mm-hmm. and it was a dance floor in a ballroom, 
And uh, that particular dance was the waltz. Mm. Before they, they did that, the dances were sort of like synchronized uh, line dancing. There was the, go, the uh, quadrille and the minuet and all that. And the dancers uh, memorized the steps. Mm-hmm. And so when you watch these movies from even back, you know, during the, the, king, the king and queen era and the Tudors and all this, and you see some of those dances you were just referring to. And then, but did they ever have solo dancing? It wasn't just kind of like freestyle. You could get out and just dance as you can today, right? That was not, you couldn't really do that. Or it wasn't, it wasn't common. Hmm. I'm not a dance historian that goes back that far. Uh, I suppose somebody could come up with uh, some instances where somebody back in those eras did some solo dancing, but Pretty much not. Yeah, okay. So it was really learned dances and partner dances that kind of got us going. So when you say 150 cities, how does Orlando rank in size and impact? You say you're a nonprofit. I know you guys do lots of charity work. How does it rank among all the other cities in our country? We are actually um, some of the top areas, uh, dance studios, and we have the largest in Florida, we have the largest number of chapters. Wow. And so how many dancers are involved in the Orlando chapter? Well, I think this is one of the best kept secrets in town is the extent of uh, people participating in uh-huh. ballroom dancing. Uh, when we've had some of our dances for charities that really struck a nerve, like uh, Children's Hospitals or Pulse Foundation, mm-hmm. we get three or 400 out and that's, wow. that's just scratching the surface of the number of people who, who come out to ballroom dances. Now, here's the thing to remember. Ballroom dancing is all of the partner dances. It's, it's inclusive, and it's the Big Ten theory, and it includes a lot of dances where there are sub-communities of dancers. Mm-hmm. Dancers who just go to a dance and just do one or two types of dances. And that would include uh, salsa, bachata, mm. tango, um, lindy hop, yeah, swing, right? Uh, so there are a lot of subcommunities, which when you start adding those to the people who do ballroom dancing, mm-hmm. it's thousands. So can anybody come and, and participate with you at any level, Darla? Absolutely. We welcome um, advanced dancers as well as beginner dancers. And... The community is very welcoming with uh, sharing the passion. And do you guys give classes for people who want to learn kind of the basics if they just want to dive into it? Yes. Prior to each of our dances, we host the uh, second Saturday of every month. Okay. We do have a mini lesson that um, will teach some of the basics. Mm-hmm. And then we welcome them to come back for workshops and um, other classes we have in the area. I love that. So, Darla, how did you get started in dancing oh gosh um probably (laughs) like most of us do i was going through some changes and uh, decided to take up another hobby Uh and i had always wanted to learn to dance i was doing yoga and biking and going to the gym and i took a two-hour class workshop one sunday afternoon in waltz and fell in love with it and started dancing almost six days a week and sort of gave up the gym because I didn't have to say, gee, I have to go dance tonight. 
You just loved it, right? I just it was, loved it. Yeah. So the gym felt like work, but dancing felt exactly. like fun. Oh, I love exactly. that. So you said so. six nights a week. Is there that many opportunities for people uh, to dance? Absolutely. Absolutely. But was that all with yeah. USA Dance or different outlets no, you were different finding outlets. all over? That's yeah, so that's, cool. Yeah, so is waltzing still your favorite? No, actually form? it's not. Um, as much as I love to waltz, there's such a variety of dances. There's the tango and the foxtrot and salsa and bachata and i mean we do it all you do so it all i don't necessarily have a favorite anymore yeah so john can anyone dance <laughs> just about anybody can dance. <laughs> just about anybody yeah. what, are, what are the ingredients that you need to be a dancer well you need a good instructor okay <laughs> to start you off right i like that yeah now, keep in mind usa dance is not a dance studio mm -hmm. so we don't sell dance lessons or anything the lessons that darla talked about is just uh to get people to come to our dance nice and early and give them something to 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 learn at that particular evening but a person should learn some of the basics of some of the dances at least mm -hmm. before coming out to a ballroom dance otherwise It'll be sort of a slow process. They might get intimidated and not come back. Mm -hmm. So it's important to learn the basics. And there's many dance studios in the Orlando area. We're really blessed with wonderful mm -hmm. instructors. Mm -hmm. There are independent instructors. There are group classes. And there's even recently something come up on Facebook about uh, an online opportunity to take mm -hmm. some dance lessons. Yeah. So there's plenty of opportunities to learn. Uh for the gentleman, he's going to have to learn timing and listening to the music. And uh, and for the lady, she's going to have to, to feel the lead and and know how to respond to it. Mm. And do you have to have coordination? Because <laughs> I'm so uncoordinated. So like that's got to be like the basis of dance, right? Coordination can be learned. Oh, it can yes. be learned. Along okay. with all the other elements of okay. dancing. So anyone can dance. That's really the... Maybe not everyone can dance wonderfully, but everybody can dance. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Darla, tell us... Now really, you guys meet really for social and connection and the joy of dance, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have a performance per se uh, or... Um, you know, like you said, there's no classes, so it's not based on instruction. It's really for people that love dance to come together and to do good work in the community, right? For our USA dances, yes. Yeah, okay. And so is that how every USA dance is set up on all the cities? Everybody functions kind of the same way? All the chapters are different. Oh, they're all yeah. different. Okay. Different in size, different in the scope of their programs, uh, Ours is one of the larger and more active chapters. And mm -hmm. one of the activities that we do is directly related to the performing arts. Mm -hmm. We do what we call, we call outreach performances. Mm. All right. So what we do is we put the word out to our volunteers who want to use what they've learned and perform it in front of the public. So that has two positive aspects to it. Number one is the public gets to see the fun and excitement of dancing, ballroom dancing, and the, the volunteers who are performing get a chance to use these skills that they paid good money for, mm -hmm. and uh, they really enjoy dancing. They get a chance to show off a bit. Oh, I love that. And there's a lot of different places that we do performances. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so one of the things you mentioned before, you said depending on the charity that you're that you're supporting, whether it be children's hospitals or the one, one pulse foundation. So is it every time that you get together for one of these dances, there's a charity aspect to that or only certain times, Darla? Sorry. 
Um, no, not every time. We we do try to select something each time. Um, one of the uh, particular ones would be the Wounded Warriors. That, oh, yeah. Uh, Great organization. Mm-hmm. And we usually do that annually. Uh, what other ones do we have? Our student programs. Well, we, we we've donated to, uh, for instance, recently, Hurricane Relief. Okay. Uh, I mean, the hurricanes were coming there. They hit uh, the Puerto Rico, so we had quite a, a nice, generous turnout for that. Mm-hmm. Then they hit the Panhandle of Florida. Mm-hmm. Then they hit the Bahamas. So yeah. each of those times, we had some very nice donations for Hurricane Relief. Um, we've also helped out uh, the Heart Association and cancer mm-hmm. organizations and United Arts, we've given some donations to United Arts. That's too. amazing. So uh, the way it works is, do, you, do people pay like an entrance fee to get into the dance and then a portion of that goes to the charity? We do it uh, that way as well. Um, sometimes we will have a collection of okay. the dance. Nice. Uh, so in, in some way you collect through that through the dance yes. opportunity. Do you have any idea how much money you've been able to give back to the community? Oh, no. (laughs) A lot, right? That's awesome. That's awesome. And so do people, do some people come and and they're a part of USA Dance because of that mission? Because they really believe in being able to use the dance art form to be able to give back in some way? Or is that just an extra benefit? For myself, I would say um, that was one of the things that drew me to USA Dance was Mm -hmm. when I had attended one of their functions when I first started dancing. Um, I had heard they worked with the special needs program, mm-hmm. um, and that was part of my passion. So it was it allowed me to uh, join the group and share my interest in dance. I love special that. Special needs. Well, darling, I'd love to hear more about that. How they how a USA Dance works with special needs, and we'll talk about that as soon as we come back. So, listeners, you're you're listening to Darla and John with the Orlando chapter of USA Dance on From the Heart Magic 107.7 FM. Welcome back, listeners, to Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. This is Joshua Vickery, and our dear friend Mary Thompson Hunt says hello to each of you. Uh, Whether you are driving, whether you're getting ready for bed, getting ready for a busy week, uh, just hanging out, listening to the radio, we are so glad that you tuned in tonight, and thank you for your support each week as we talk to art leaders and art organizations and learn about art forms um, from all over the Central Florida area. And today, we are having a, a great conversation with USA Dance and learning about this wonderful organization and the Orlando chapter and how they are making art fun and bringing people together through all types of forms of partner dancing. Partner dancing. I couldn't get that. Dancing is what it came out to be. <laughs> partner dancing. And we're talking to Darla Schmidt, the current president, and John Davis, the vice president, who served as the president uh, for, for many years and has been a, a great leader of the organization. So, Darla, right before we took a break, we were, you had mentioned that one of the reasons why you either learned about USA Dance or came to USA Dance, what attracted you to it, 
was their work with people with special needs. So right. explain a little bit to us about that, because we've had so many great uh, even dance organizations that deal with mm-hmm. people with special needs on the show. And so, of course, that's something Mary and I are really uh, passionate about. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'll talk a little bit about it, but John is actually the um, one who got it started for okay. us. Um, it gave me an opportunity to work with the special needs who are varied levels, um, high performance, and they have a true passion for dance and bring out a great deal of joy. We have many dancers who volunteer with us, mm. and we fill the room with their parents and families that come out. We dance with them for eight weeks, and they learn some basic steps, and mm-hmm. then we do a performance show or a showcase with them, and it just it brings a great joy to that's both amazing. Sides. And do you partner with any specific organization, John or and Darla? Or do you? Uh, is it kind of an open call to anyone? Or well, Darla, you were at the awards ceremony at the city of Aldemont Springs, where USA Dance won the award for what nonprofit partner Eddie of the Rose year? Award. Yeah. Wow. The, and yeah. is that was that working with the with uh, Altamont Springs Re- uh, Recreational the Special City of Needs? Correct. Exactly. Uh, depart- oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. They have an incredible program. We've done some singing there and helped out at summer camps and stuff. And they have a they have an, they amazing, have an amazing program. Group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they love to dance. They I do. remember that. And he just turned on music and they start to they, dance. They're a delight. <laughs> Darling, why do you think that no matter you know, if, if it's someone with special needs or someone who's never danced in their life or someone who's been dancing their entire life, why do you think dance brings so much joy to everyone? Honestly, I I um, feel that it's the mind, body, and soul. Mm. And I see John has this on our notes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, whenever I talk to somebody about dance and I relate it to mind, body, and soul, the music just touches your heart. And you just want to fly around the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to express yourself, yeah. right? I mean, it's yeah. a great way to feel a little bit free. And and um, that's one of the things I was sharing, I think, before we got on the air, that whenever I conduct, because I, I, I mean, you know, get to lead our CFC arts, but I also get to still direct our choir. And I'm a very expressive choir director. And people will say, you just dance when you get up there. <laughs> and I think I say, no, I don't. And then I watch video and I, I guess I kind of am dancing a little bit. But I don't know that I'm dancing. I think if I knew it, I would stop. <laughs> but I, it's, it's, I'm having so much fun while I'm doing it. Yeah. So well, you I, are dancing. Any movement to music is dancing. Any, mo- yeah, there you go. Any movement to music is dancing. So, uh, do you guys have, uh, do you have choreographers that work alongside you, for, or is it do, once you learn the dances, you know them? How does that work? Depends on the level you want to take your dance to. I particularly do have um, some choreography I do with my instructor. Okay. Um, we do some competitions mm-hmm. and uh, with our social dance, uh, he teaches workshops and stuff to bring some of the choreography mm-hmm. to it. And people love to learn additional steps. So I love the arts and other than, you know, a slow dance at homecoming and in prom, <laughs> I've mm-hmm. never done any partner dancing in my life. And so, and I'm sure there's other people who are listening who are in that same boat. So when you have the dance, is everybody, is each partner group kind of doing their own thing? Or I guess that's what I'm a choreographer is, does everybody have their own moves and their own steps to the music and their own interpretation? Or like what you were saying before, everybody learned certain steps to certain types of styles. I would say there's definitely a mix on the floor. 
but um, to to start, you learn the basics, okay. and then because of the level of dancers on the floor is mixed, you could dance with someone who is a very basic dancer, uh-huh. or if you progress, you can dance with some that are the more advanced and do more choreography. Do more, cra- more steps. You're more reactive the... to the lead. Oh, okay. And the lead is the more experienced person. Exactly. Or the usually the gentleman or the lead partner. Is the okay. Guy. Okay, very cool. So, John, we were chatting a little bit in the break there about some of the performances that you've done, and you were sharing one that you that you love that you just did at Casa Feliz. Tell us about that. Well, our chapter of USA Dance does a lot of performances during the year, mm-hmm. uh, everything from schools and nursing homes to arts fests. Uh, recently, we've done three that are all very interesting that I wanted to share with you. Just this past Sunday, USA Dance was at Casa Feliz, the mm-hmm. historic events center and, and museum in Winter Park. And they have music at the Casa, they call it, every Sunday afternoon. So from noon until 2.30, we went through a pure educational and fun experience of demonstrating and giving mini lessons of all the ballroom dances. We covered nice. 24 dances during wow. that two and a half hours. <laughs> nice. We, we broke them down. We demonstrated them. We gave a mini lesson. Then we did some social dancing. And then just to get even more interactive with the audience, we asked them to vote on which one they liked better. Did they like the salsa better or the cha-cha? Did they like the waltz better than the tango, et cetera? So it was a lot of fun, and I think that we did a good job of entertaining and educating the public in the art of ballroom dancing. And which seemed to be the favorite uh, from the crowd? Oh, gee, the Latin dances. I think it was a three-way tie at the end between merengue, cha-cha, and... Salsa. I wow. Think, I think yeah, some of the Latin way. dances were the most oh, exciting. Oh, Latin dances are such exciting music. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and, and, and how did, was this free to the public or It was free to the public, to, yeah. Donations yeah. gratefully ac- accepted by Casa Feliz, uh-huh. of course. But everybody who heard about this through social media or um, the Orlando Sentinel ran it in their events calendar, uh, or they were just coming to tour the Casa Feliz, they all were... Uh, drawn to the music in nice. the main room there. We we rolled up the rug and we had a nice little dance area. And we had a great time. That's fun. Do you think you'll do that again, John? Oh, yeah. Well, that was the, I think, about the fourth time we've oh, okay. done it. Yeah. Okay, very yeah. cool. And then before that, uh, do you remember the Orlando Fusion Fest over I the do. Thanksgiving yes. weekend? Yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I was a judge for the contest of dance groups as to how well they uh, blended the diversity of cultures in their dance. And also we had some time on one of the performing stages and we showed dances from 10 different countries all in 15 minutes. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And it was all in like the costumes or the outfits Right? Wasn't it, they had each of the yes, that were all over the uh, Fusion Fest? There were people walking around in their traditional costumes. And for our dancers, we had the costumes that we wear for those particular dances. And they vary a little bit from tango to waltz to samba. Yes. 
That's amazing. And then you also do a performance at the Festival of Trees at the London Museum of Art? Right. As a matter of fact, this year we did two performances. Okay. We did a general one in the auditorium that went over all of the different ballroom dances. And then we were part of the entertainment for the Latin Fiesta Party. Okay. And we pretty much stuck to the Latin dances, and there's plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> we had a great time in the atrium there. Uh, where the Christmas tree was, and we were dancing up a storm. And we tried to do this interactively. We tried to uh, show the people how a dance is done, and then we go out and we dance with them. Mm. And there's a lot of people that know how to do salsa or merengue in the audiences mm. at the various venues. And so if you grew up in a Latin culture, is that something you just kind of learn? A lot of people know salsa merengue. That's what we found. We yeah. found that in the Latin cultures, they're growing up with the music and the dance oh, of their I love cultures. That. Yes. So, John, we didn't. We asked Darla how she got into dance, but how did you get your start? Oh, gee, in high school, I took a few lessons in some of the social dances like swing okay. and uh, cha cha and hustle, uh-huh. and used those throughout my life. And then I moved to Florida, and I decided to get involved with USA Dance here and and in the Delaware Valley in Pennsylvania, and just fell in love with the whole joy and fun experience there is. I can't mm. say it enough how much fun it is mm-hmm. to dance with somebody to music. And it, has it always just been a hobby for you? Have you ever done it professionally? Or oh no, always a hobby. Always a hobby. Sure. And is when you say it's fun, does time fly when you're dancing? Like, do you you go to these dances and you're like, what? It's already been an hour or two hours or like <laughs> or three exactly <laughs> or three hours. Or three hours. <laughs> yeah, the dances are usually three hours. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about dance as a sport. You know, I um, have good friends who are professional dancers, ballet dancers, and all that. And they, they, it is a sport. It is, it is hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great exercise to it. Uh, what are some of like the health benefits to dancing? Many, many, um, many. <laughs> you feel better, right? Yes, you feel better. Um, you know, like I said, you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm going to the gym when you're going to the ballroom uh-huh. um, or a studio, wherever you know, everybody looks positive. Yeah, right. I would divide it into the social benefits, which are obvious, so much fun, connecting with others, uh, the self-confidence that you get from it, and it's such a great way to meet other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I so mean, that again, that's one of the best-kept secrets in town, too, is that if you want to meet other nice people, mm-hmm. learn some ballroom dances and go to the ballroom dances, uh, especially men. Uh, there's always more women that uh, than men at our dances. Why do you think that is? Oh, I think the women have a, an appreciation of the the gr- the movement and the mm-hmm. music, and mm-hmm. uh, and the men have a little bit more difficult time because they have to learn to lead. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have a little bit more responsibility in partner definitely, dancing. Definitely, yeah, they do. Yeah, even though Ginger Rogers did have to do everything Fred did backwards and in high heels. <laughs> Still, the man has his job. He has to guide the couple uh-huh. uh, around obstacles like uh, the okay. other couples, right? <laughs> then that's the social benefits. Okay? Sure. Then the physical benefits are also pretty obvious. The cardiovascular uh, workout that it gives you and the coordination and the flexibility are truly unique and, and wonderful mm-hmm. in dancing. 
And then there's studies that show that uh, mentally it slows the aging process. Mm. There's some very mm-hmm. interesting studies that have been done and are ongoing. So that's why we say good for the mind, body, and soul. Yeah, that's incredible information. When we come back, I want to talk more about these health benefits and aging. You know, I believe that hopefully one day doctors will be prescribing dance and singing and theater as a prescription, right? Wouldn't that be good? (laughs) So join us back here on Magic 107.7 FM. From the heart, we're talking to USA Dance. Welcome back to From the Heart, Magic 107.7 FM. This is Joshua Vickery, and our co-host, Mary Thompson Hunt, was not able to join us today, but she says hello to all of you. I know you're many of you are fans of Mary, uh, and so she says hello and Happy New Year to each of you. Today we're having a conversation about dance, the art form dance, and the organization USA Dance. Their mission is to provide great dance opportunities to be the best unbiased source of information about dance events, to spread the word about the fun and benefits of partner dancing, and to just do good in the community. What a wonderful mission, uh, friends. I, I really, really love that. So I, I have a question for you. I know there's a couple things we're going to cover here in this last segment. And this might be a difficult question, John. I'm going to throw it to you. and may, You may just say, Josh, that's just too much to get into in, in 10 minutes. <laughs> but uh, some of these dance forms that you've given me, I've never even heard of them before. So I've heard of salsa. I've heard of swing. But... Bachata and Zouk and Kazamba, Kazamba. <laughs> what what are these different art dance forms, and what makes them different from each other? How do how do the how do they vary? All right. So, the Latin dances are those that have a Latin rhythm, Latin flair. They come to us from the Caribbean or from Spain or from Brazil or Argentina. And maybe you could divide them into the faster-moving ones, the exciting ones, mm-hmm. uh, or, and then there's the slower, more romantic ones. Okay. Um, so give us an example. So the faster ones would be like the salsa? Salsa's fast. Tango? Uh, tango is not fast. Not, okay, not no, fast. No, tango is very dramatic and okay. cat-like and not fast. But another fast one would be the samba. Oh, okay. okay. And that comes to us from Brazilian rhythms, and it moves around the floor, and it's quite a workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, bachata and, and merengue both come from the Dominican Republic. Okay. And they are fun dances. Bachata uh, is how you say it. Bachata. Bachata, okay. Right, uh, right. So, And the merengue is the single easiest partner dance to do because all you do is take your, your partner in your arms and then march in time to the music and then if you bend one knee and straighten the other at the same time, you get motion in your hips. Oh, I think I can Latin do that. I think I can. You can <laughs> do you that. That's what we've been I telling you. I think I can you. march in time. I think I can do that. Right. A little bit of hip dipping. <laughs> and then all these others are offshoots. Uh, they, they come up uh, with these different patterns and different rhythms, and uh, you can learn all of them. Uh, and we do all these at our ballroom dances. 
Then there are the swing dances, and mm -hmm. that has quite a nice history to it. Uh, I like to do trivia questions sometimes and award prizes at some of our outreach events, and I say, what is the only dance that's named for an airplane flight? And everybody looks and thinks, and it's the Lindy Hop. Oh, nice. Right? Charles Lindbergh <laughs> Charles hopped Lindbergh, across right. the Atlantic solo in 1927. Nice. And right at that time, the dancers in New York City who were developing swing dancing called their dancing Lindy Hop. Wow. Right? I did not know that. And there's other vintage dances that are done by the, the dancers who like to specialize in the old mm. vintage dances. There's the Balboa and the Collegiate Shag. Those are vintage dances. Mm -hmm. But the swing evolved over time, became the jitterbug. And it's sort of broken down now into what we call East Coast Swing and West Coast Swing. Okay. And, and the East Coast Swing is a, a slow version of Jitterbug. Uh, the Jive is a fast version. Mm -hmm. And West Coast Swing was developed in California. It's the official state dance of California. And it is different and very creative than uh, from the Jitterbug, but it's still done to swing music. Oh. So those are the swing dances. And then there's the cousin, the hustle, that was also developed in New York City in the 70s. Then there's the smooth dances. Those are the dances that go smoothly around the ballroom floor. Mm. And it, when you're doing it right, it feels like you're floating in the clouds. And those include the waltz mm. and the foxtrot. And the Viennese waltz, waltz which is sped up, it's uh, the slow waltz sped up, and quickstep which is a British okay. import. Uh, they just took the Foxtrot and sped it up. Sped it up. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's called Quick Step. And then also we do country dances. All Fine. Right? There's the, the Texas two-step. We do that. There's a nightclub two-step. Um, there's and that, several other uh, country dances. And they, uh, in the country world, competitions and social dancing, they also do East Coast Swing, Cha-Cha, Waltz, all those. Wow, I'm really glad I asked the question. That was not <laughs> well, too hard for you. <laughs> You're a great orator about dance. I just feel yes. like I learned so much. So there, when you say I dance, that's just the beginning, right? Like there's so Absolutely. many kinds and forms. And, and, and how, do you, how, how have you learned so many, John and, and Darla? Is it, is it been through USA Dance? You've, you've learned how to do all these different kinds of things and what makes them different? And Well, Darla, what was your journey? Oh, my journey has been, um, when I started, like I said, I was dancing six nights a week mm -hmm. and each night maybe something different, or there might've been two lessons in a night that I did a swing and a rumba or a foxtrot and a waltz. And so you, and you love partner dancing. I do. And so, but you can come to the dances solo, right? I do. So you have a different partner every time? Every time. Is that yes. scary? Yeah. You never know. Um, <laughs> no, you know, the one, the one thing You're I love. You're like trusting love, your life yes. with this person for that hour, right? Well, <laughs> it's, it's a great. Three minutes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great social um, event, and uh, I've not had a bad experience. Um, you know, everyone there is just so polite and so gracious and... You know, we're all there to have fun, and, and that's truly what it is. That's so wonderful. So social, as we talked about, was a big, is a big part of this. And the physical, there's physical things that come out of dancing. There's mental uh, health things that comes out of dancing. And But one of the things that is good for our soul is giving back and serving our community through what we love and our hobbies. Mm -hmm. 
And you were sharing just some more examples, John, of, of different organizations that you've worked with and that you've served. Tell us about some of those. I know you mentioned um, Altamont Springs, uh, but there were there were many others as well. Right. In addition to the special needs program that we do in Altamont Springs, we've also partnered with Lighthouse of Central Florida mm-hmm. and had ballroom dance programs with the visually impaired. Mm, it's beautiful. We've also partnered with the city of Orlando and their recreation department for disadvantaged youth in mm. the inner city. And we've partnered with the Alzheimer's Association. And we had a couple of programs where we invited uh, people who have early Alzheimer's and their their uh, caregivers, mm. and they come and we play the music that they remember from mm-hmm. the eras that mm-hmm. they, they mm-hmm. grew up in. And it just, you can see it in their eyes, how, how they light up. And they, they remember how to dance. And we play the music and we show them some patterns and they just have a wonderful time dancing. And it's clear that at the end of, say, a six-week series like this, their mood has improved a great deal. I love that. And we see that we have a, a choirs for people with early stage of dementia. And we said that with singing, you know, we were, people were able to recognize songs from their childhood or when they got married or when their kids were growing up. And, you know, music, the part of the brain that recognizes music is the part of the brain that goes last in memory loss. And, um, and we see that big time with singing. And I know it's exactly the same with dancing. We actually have a lady who sings and unfortunately she's passed now, but she, when we first started these choirs, um, she sang with us, and and when she first started, she was about a mid stages dementia, and mm-hmm. as she as we grew, you know, the memory loss got worse, and she started to get very scared about coming into choir rehearsal and didn't understand why she was there, couldn't recognize the people who were trying to help her, and so one day we decided to get the choir up and just let them dance. It was just kind of a random thing, and and Barbara, she loved dancing. We found out she just loved it, so. The few weeks after that, as she came in to check in and to get ready to go into the rehearsal, she got scared again and planted her feet and wouldn't move. And so our volunteers remembered that she loved dancing. And so they all gathered around her and turned on music and just started dancing with her. And she danced right into choir rehearsal. And then she was fine when she got inside. But that dance was what made her comfortable and what made her feel safe. And uh, it was really interesting to see that. So dance is powerful. Exactly. The, that's what I've always said is... It's clear that music helps, mm-hmm. and it's clear that dance takes it to another level, dancing, getting up and dancing, mm-hmm. as you've just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then there's another level of dancing with someone that you care about in your arms. Right, right. Yeah, there's all those different forms. So how can someone who's listening uh, get involved with USA Dance, Darla? Oh, give us a call. Just give, <laughs> give, <laughs> give us a call. A call. <laughs> look, us, look us up online. We're on the internet, USA Dance. Okay. Um, we are Chapter 6002, and uh, Facebook. Your website we, we is www.orlando-usadance.com, and you go and register for an upcoming dance or become a member. How does that work? Um, you just come out. If you're already a social dancer, just uh, come out to our dance. You know, look us up on Facebook or the Internet, uh-huh. um, and anyone is welcome to attend. So you make and it then, super easy. You don't even have to RSCP or not. fill out an application or you just yeah. show up to where the dance is happening. Yes. You don't have to be a member to come to our dances. Okay. Um, if you choose to join us after you've you know, come out and enjoyed the fun, then we'd love to have you as a member. I love that. And so how many times do you host dances? Is it once a week or does it change? 
as our chapter, we host once a month. Once a month, um, okay. Locally, our chapter. There's chapters all over, though, that uh-huh. we talked about that you can typically find a dance every weekend. Really? So, but you guys host this, the kind of the social big dance once yes. a month, but then you have these other things, outreaches and, and opportunities to share education. And so it's, you can get involved more than just once a month, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Lots of things happening. And uh, you said you can call. Is there a phone number that you guys could give us? Um, I think it's my number on the site. So 407-719-1800. So you said it was your number. You guys are all volunteers that help run this organization, right? (laughs) Well, thank you for the work that you do to make, to make dance so fun and accessible to so many people. And Go ahead, John. I'd like to give a shout out to the University of Central Florida. Sure. There's several dance clubs over there, and there is a ballroom dance club, the Ballroom Nights. Oh, cool. And USA Dance tries to help them out. We give them some financial assistance, and we uh, they put together a wonderful formation team every year and perform at our dances, and they are very talented kids over there. Uh, so just a shout out to that program. Plus, there are there's the Latin dancers over there mm-hmm. at UCF and the swing dancers at yeah. UCF. Yeah, we've worked with their swing dancers before, and they're so fun. We did a, our jazz band played or our swing <laughs> band played at uh, Creative City Project, and we partnered with them uh, to come out, and they dance in the streets with people, and it was so fun. And it was really neat. That was a great example of just seeing social connection, mm-hmm. of them just grabbing people walking by in the streets of downtown and dancing with them and how much fun everybody was having, truly. Um, so give us just a, a last thought, Darla. Why should people uh, maybe not just join USA Dance, even though this is a great organization doing such good work in our community, but why should people make dance a part of their life? Oh, because so many benefits that it offers, whether it's the physical benefit or the mental benefit or just the social aspects. Um, it's a, a well-rounded social offer. Yeah, and you said it was something that you found in a point in your life, was it something that was healing for you and something that you found out that you needed? Um, some of both. Some I of just, both. Uh, it really was an aspect that I had been missing. Um, I needed a social piece, uh, mm. some more friends, another place to volunteer at, uh, just everything. It I just needed. made your life better. Absolutely. I love it. John, why have you donated so many years and given so much of your time to dance? Oh, gee. Well, at the end of every dance that uh, I've helped organize, uh, USA Dance, I think that was a great party. <laughs> Everybody had a great time at that dance, and that's what I like. And I just urge everyone to, to get out, learn a few partner dances, come on out to USA Dance or any of the other many ballroom dance opportunities, or the sub-communities. Come out and do salsa, bachata, swing, tango, whatever, because it just makes such a difference. At the end of the evening, you just look back and say, well, that was great fun. I love that. In a world that seems so serious sometimes and so divisive, Mm -hmm. dance is something that can bring us together, unite us, and just have fun with. So, friends, please check out USA Dance. Thank you, Darla, and thank you, John, for joining us today and sharing the story about it. And maybe I'll come out and partner dance one time. Absolutely. Could you help me, Darla? Absolutely. Okay, well, I'll take you up on that. (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Go out and support the arts this week.